0: Hey there, Leader Today. Today in Security on Tap, we're going to be talking about how to get a career in cybersecurity, where to
1: start, how you get there, and how to land the job. Okay, Randy, so as usual, let's get started. Um, The reason we're doing this topic today is because a friend of mine reached out, and he is in a non-cybersecurity role. He's a cybersecurity adjacent. So he's in the business, but he doesn't do the cybersecurity core stuff. He hit me up and said, "Jim, I'm thinking about doing a career change." He has an IT background; he he did computer science or whatever it is, technology in college, and but hasn't done it since. he Has been doing something sort of adjacent, sales. Mm-hmm. Um, and now is thinking about moving over. And he said, "How do I get started? What do I need to do to get my uh, my cybersecurity? Yeah, my footboard. Yeah. How to get my career started?" And he's not the only one. I get asked this question and I'm sure you do too. Yeah, at a least degree. a dozen times a year yeah. if not more, right? Yeah, a minimum a of once a month somebody says to me, "How do I do it? How do I get in? Where do I start?" So, so let's talk a little bit about let's level set mm-hmm. a little bit. First of all, cybersecurity is a hot job. It pays better than most technology jobs it because does. it has a specific skill set. Yep. It's in high demand. Yep. So that that job or that extra pay comes with the fact's high demand. You know, I've heard numbers in the millions of unfilled technology security jobs. Yeah. I don't know if that's necessarily true, but I do know that finding quality cybersecurity people is difficult to do, right? It you is. have to you have to spend a pretty penny and you got to search long and hard.
0: You got to spend some time doing it. You know, I I hear fellow cybersecurity professionals lament and they say, "Randy, half my job." is HR trying to find candidates, right? And it's not that their HR isn't doing the right good job. It's that there's vacancies, they got to find them, uh, and they're, they're weary, they're tired. And, uh, yeah, there's also a lot of misinformation out there. Also, I think, to the hiring, the gatekeepers, the, the hiring folks maybe aren't totally in tune with what exactly is needed for the job. And, he, and, he, um, and and say, I want
1: to I want to jump on that, yeah. Because I think there's a thing here is yeah there are a lot of job openings for cybersecurity people, uh, and yes, it pays well. The thing is though is that just showing up and going I cybersecurity right, <laughs> right doesn't get you a job. The thing is is that it, 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 and talking from a practitioner side is that getting a warm body into my sock into my cybersecurity uh, operations center or into an analyst role is not my goal. I need a quality person in there. Yeah. It, it, and this exists in just about every role or every leadership role you have. When you've got a C player in a role, it drags everybody down oh, because yeah. they're doing their work around them.
0: A so vacancy is better.
1: A vacancy is better. Yeah. I'd rather go out and get a consultant and pay top dollar for a guy than hire a C player who makes fart noises. <laughs> you know, well, just 36 out of his 40 hours, right?
0: Well, and one other caveat. We all write the job description for the purple unicorn from Peru. Yeah. But at the end of the day.
1: Do purple unicorns make horn noses. <laughs> that's, right. that's what they sound like.
0: But at the end of the day, I'll take a horse, mm-hmm. I'll stick a horn on their head, I'll paint them purple, and I'll send them to Peruvian sensitivity training after they've been there for <laughs> a year, right? So, so, you know, we write the job looking for, you know, the A-plus candidate knowing full well we'll take a B. So yeah. all too often I hear this lament too. Randy, I don't have everything in the job description. You know, out of all the job descriptions I looked for before I was hired, I wasn't qualified for any of
1: them. Well, I'm not sure you're qualified I mean, yet.
0: No, I mean <laughs> you don't you're never going to check every box. Right? You're never going to check Must be box.
1: incredibly limber. That's, yeah, that's right. Well, what the hell? Give it a shot.
0: <laughs> I'm sure someone will of your credibility will have no problem being in the food service sort of, or house housekeeping. <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, that's Ghostbusters. Sorry about the pug eyes. Yeah.
0: Um, anyway, look, don't let the job description deter you. And don't let your lack of something deter you. You need education, experience, and certification. You're probably not going to have all three.
1: You know, I used to say to my son when he was thinking you know, in high school, headed towards trying to decide whether or not he was going to college, and I'd say, you either need an education or experience to get a job, to get a decent job. Otherwise, you're just a, a wedge of wood that they will pay the minimum amount of money to help get you to hold the door open. Mm-hmm. So let's attack that. Right. So let's start with experience first. How do I, if I want to get into the cybersecurity world, Get relevant experience that says to somebody that I am a purplish hued yeah. horse. I'm at least equine. an equine. Yeah. I have
0: hooves. I have hooves. <laughs> yeah.
1: um,
0: well, so let, let's let's go the opposite way, right? You, you have education that you can pay for on your own. You can get cybersecurity degrees. Right? I just get...
1: I say let's start with experience. You go straight to education. Sorry, I am saying let's let's start on the opposite side
0: because experience is the harder
1: thing to get. Okay, so we'll start with the easy stuff. Yes. Okay. Yes.
0: So, education, you that takes a lot of time. That takes a Does, decent and investment. And it takes an investment. Yeah. Certification is the easier route. you got to have at least one of the two to but get it, to it experience. It is also
1: expensive. Yeah. And, and the difficult part about certification is learning to the test doesn't necessarily get you the experience, right? right? Or even the, even the level of practical, like, I could learn the you know, the different levels of classification or whatever it is for my CISSP, I have no idea how to apply that when I get to my company, right, right? right?
0: Well, I look at it like in the late 90s, or early, sorry, the mid 90s, it was the MCSE boot camp. You know, you could be an MCSE, a Microsoft Certified Systems, Engineer in 14 days. Everybody took it, became a systems admin, then yep. got in the back room and didn't know what they were doing.
1: I interviewed a, a woman who said she was an MCSE with SNA server, and I was so excited because we used SNA server everywhere. We have multiple AS400s. And I said, oh, so what did you do with your SNA servers for this? And she goes, oh, I've, I've never actually used it. I just <laughs> took the test. It was well, amazing. So be you honest it. is
0: the one thing. Don't <laughs> like, lie about your experience. Be honest. That's first and foremost. The certification, one thing we'll do. I have a lovely single page uh, web page that I'll put in the comments. That webpage has a link to every certification in the cybersecurity realm across all domains on one screen. And you can hover over or click on the certification. It will take you to the governing body and tell you how to get that certification. And just good, for those that are looking for
1: it. The good thing about certifications is that it shows a commitment. Yes. Right? You're not just some rum-dum that's, you know, I'm cybersecurity, right? You are actually dedicated. You took the time to take the test, learn the material, right? The certifications are like a good wine; they pair well yeah, with education with or experience.
0: Else. Well, and I just, <clears throat> uh, by the way, a, a plug for those of you looking for low-cost great talent: uh, the Hire Heroes program with the U.S. military does. No, it's outstanding! I've had, I've, I've got an intern that's just finishing, and I've got two more getting ready to start. The Hire Heroes program is amazing. You need to get in it and take part in it. Anyway, I had eight thousand of of uh, available service members in this class for interns. And the first thing I did was, as I filtered down that Excel, was certifications. Who has taken a certification? And then anybody that didn't have one is automatically out because that told me nobody, none of them have taken the time to try right. to get certified to get in serious. cybersecurity to get serious. And that was the base level just to start talking well, to
1: And I like that you said that. It's a base level, right? So this is where we start. Mm-hmm. Show me your serious. So I went and got my, you know, pick your certification. The CompTIA Security Plus is a great entry-level certification to start with, right? There are others out there that are great.
0: And you got to think who you're competing against. So if you're sitting next to someone else who has no experience, I'm going to take the person with the certification all day, every day, even though they've got no experience.
1: You know, I've got a a buddy, and I think he might listen, uh, but he told me he was, at the time, the youngest chief in his fleet. And I said, how did you do that? And he said... I sat down and figured out that if I took all the available online training and took every test that I could get to chief by this point. And so I did. So while everybody else was watching movies and, you know, playing grab ass in, on the ship, he said, I'm in front of the computer taking every single course that was required. Yeah. And I, at that time, I was the youngest chief in the Navy. And, it, and I said, so how did you get promoted? Part of him was like, we've never seen anybody do this before. Yeah, you must be serious.
0: Well, and... You also have a little bit of an X factor. So what sets you apart from everybody else? That set him apart from everybody else. 100%. So we all have an X factor of something. You need to know what yours is because that's also a defining thing that can help you get the job over that person sitting next to you that you never know who it is, what they look like, what their experience is. You just know they beat you. So if we talk about experience, it depends upon where you're coming from. But I can tell you right now, if you're in corporate America... Somewhere in the current company you work for is a compliance department or a security department. What is stopping you from going to those folks and saying, hey, I really want to learn how to get into this field. I'm willing to do some sweat equity. Do you have some small projects I could do? Do you have something I could help you with?
1: And then compliance projects are the the ones that we like to offload the most. We really got to get these people up onto version X, right? Well, Randy, if you'd like to, you know, project manage this for ten hours a week, we'd love that.
0: Yeah. Well, and and compliance is a bit like, you know, um, the plumbing in your house. Nobody wants to deal with it. You don't yep. want to deal with it. You'll gladly pay somebody else to do it. And I'm not disparaging my GRC, Governance Risk and Compliance. No, but components. it's sewer work. It is. It is. Nobody it
1: wants to see it. It smells when it goes badly. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's upset if it doesn't work.
0: The thing with, with, with the compliance work is everything's already written down for you. The standards are there. everything is very clear depending upon what type of business you're in. And, you know, if you take credit cards, if you don't, what that looks like, PHI, whatever it is, the standards are already written down. You just need to know what they say, what your current situation is at work, compare the two and prioritize from egregious to not so egregious (laughs) list. And again, I'm oversimplifying. And again, I'm not disparaging our GRC folks, but if you're a non-technical person, and you're looking for a more non-technical route, yeah.
1: GRC is the way to go. This is the way to get started. These, yeah. And I think what you're trying to say is these are concepts that are easy to grasp, relatively straightforward to grasp, but I shouldn't say easy. Yeah, not but easy. But straightforward right. to grasp because they don't require a large degree of technical experience. But you can go, hey, I, I, I kind of know what a router is, and it needs patched. I know what patching is. I can figure that out. Yeah. right? I, I don't necessarily need to know the, the ins and outs of, you know, the cisco ios or anything else in no. order to get that done
0: no you do need to know the difference between the technologies but you don't need to be technical um it helps but yeah. you don't need to be so if you're coming from you know a, a route that is non-technical that's somewhere you could go if you're coming from a technical route there are some technical jobs you could get now of course there's the old it route like i started my it job my very first one out of the military I got it because I had a secret security clearance and brute force. That is why I got it. It had nothing to do with that.
1: How was... many times did you hit the recruiter? Exactly.
0: No, my I was physically pulling the cables through the plenum of this 1950s building. <laughs> I probably still have lead paint and asbestos all over me, so when I get cancer in a couple of years, I know what it came from. But literally, I'm, I had to have a secret security clearance to pull cable Through the ceiling of the Wright Patterson Air Force Base logistics. I
1: remember you telling me the story when you went to the career center when you were in the army as a, as as a, (laughs) and you did the. One of my military qualifications get me into the into the uh, civilian word that said heavy laborer. Yeah, construction worker, (laughs) heavy laborer. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Anyway, so so back to experience. So, the experience you get. Look, and I'm I'm using my son as a as a example multiple times. Your experience doesn't have to be in a job. Look, you can get experience anywhere. You can do it yourself. And I've told this story before, I think, on this podcast about somebody we hired who had zero experience. She had had her home PC hacked, got angry, took it to Geek Squad. The guy left a note and said, you're not getting rid of me that easily. So she got mad and started downloading and reading everything. She built herself a honeypot. Yeah. She built her own IDS. She put it, you know, she got a snort box, right? She took the time, took her years, all the while still being a real estate agent or whatever she was doing on the side. And eventually, she showed up to us with no work experience. Yeah. But all this technology work that she had done on her own, and that said to me, that's somebody who wants to be a cybersecurity expert.
0: Exactly. And that's still experience, right? 100%. The only, uh, on the, you look at vulnerability management. Everybody needs vulnerability management. Because I feel vulnerable. Do
1: what? I feel vulnerable. <laughs> yeah. This is our Brene Brown cybersecurity <laughs> yeah. podcast. Be vulnerable. Be yeah. vulnerable yeah. with your yeah. systems. Yeah. I yeah. love you, systems. <laughs> um,
0: where was I going? <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, um, so, vulnerability okay. management. Vulnerability management. <laughs> yeah. So there's two things you can do in vulnerability management. One, you can configure the scanner or... Just operate an already configured scanner, be it Qualys, Rabbit Seven, uh, Tenable, whatever, whatever is being used, to be able to operate the scanner. You put in IP ranges, you make sure it's working. That is a non, a, 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 not a deep technical role, but a technical role nonetheless. That then hands off that to a security analyst, who then looks at the output from those scans and then determines what needs to be fixed, how does it need to be fixed. The beauty of those Tools is they tell you an out of the box fix, patch this, yeah. do that. It's not always a hundred percent, but what makes you special in that role is you know why or how you can or cannot do that fix within your environment based on how it's configured.
1: Right. Um, and there's a lot of roles like that you can do. I know that our our current director of security operations in my organization started in recruiting. Yeah, and he was an HR. It just a. a Super, you know, smart guy and wanted to, had a, had a hunger and, and started shadowing. And that's the one thing I'll point you to. If you want to get experience, go talk to your cybersecurity people. You're not trying to take their jobs. You want to learn from them. And go in and, and we do this all the time. We allow people to come in and shadow with our exactly. security operators. And yes. they'll sit with them and they'll just, here, I'm working in Splunk. Here's a red expre- expression to help us find, you know, all the people last name of fields that have downloaded porn in the last 30 days, right? <laughs> So much, not true, no, not true, not true. He uses somebody else's account. Yeah, that's right.
0: That's that's right. Jim, let me borrow your
1: phone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that barnyard port? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so purple
0: unicorns from Peru. <laughs> Peru. Did you like that? Come so full circle. So specific. Full yeah. Circle. Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, you know, but that experience can gain just about anywhere. And I'll tell you what, cybersecurity people. And I've gotten in trouble for saying this a little uh, before, but they're a little, they're a little different. They they've yeah. got a mission. We hate the bad guy. We want to get the thing done. We love the protection. Yep. And I'm not saying that's universal, but it's you know probably greater There's than 50. Right. Yeah. There's
0: a reason it's a stereotype.
1: It, right. And, uh, sometimes I've used the word true believers and things like that, but they're they're engaged. Yeah. They love what they do. Yes. I'd say other people don't. But when you show up, cybersecurity is just not the way to go. Get more money It can be. But you know you're now in a cost center, yes. And you're not delivering anything. So, dear listener, if you really are like I'm going to be a cybersecurity guy, understand that it's probably not the way to the top. You're not going to get very few CISOs become CEO, much less anything else with a C on it. Right. But you do get to be the guy who's in charge, or the person who's in charge of risk around your systems, right? So, I, I say that just to throw a grain of salt. But that experience. All those people who are true believers. Do want to share it with you? Come talk to us. I'd love to sit. If you want to find out what I would I do for a day, let's sit for an hour. Hell, I'll, I'll buy you lunch. Let's go talk. Yeah. And I'll help you get there. And, and every practitioner would love to help you. This is true.
0: You'll find a willing group of souls that want to help you get a job, I think, in cybersecurity. Because most of the cybersecurity folks that are there, most, not all, are retreads. Like they're the mm-hmm. ones, that, like a retreaded tire, right? Like the guy coming over from HR. Yeah. Or the guy, the salesperson who wants to break out of sales and finally get into something else. Or, or the or IT person. There's somebody to on it.
1: my team who was a developer for 20 years, and now she's the head of our application security team. Yeah. Right? I mean, these, these people see a calling, and they want to go do it. And they there, would love to bring other people along. Yes.
0: And there is a path for you. Now, here's the thing, though. Getting the job and being successful in the job. That's two different things. You Mm. have to want to be in cybersecurity. So you're going to see some things in cybersecurity that you're not going to get to see anywhere else. And you don't normally see the best in humanity. (laughs) You need to have some gallows humor. First responders have it. Military vets have it. Right? you got to be able to laugh at the truly ugly stuff in the world. Big
1: skin stuff, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you get a little desensitized to it. But also, you know, yeah, we'll just leave it at that. That's pretty good.
0: <laughs> you don't get to see the best in humanity. And you have to maintain a good spirit and a good sense of humor about it. Otherwise, that job will eat you a lot.
1: Yeah, if you, you bring that stuff home with you, it can be bad. Especially yeah. if you're in a in a high incident environment. Yeah.
0: The um, other thing you got to consider, too, is the company is not always going to... Close the risk, address the risk, well, or fix the. We talked about that in
1: our last podcast about solar winds, right? Where, yeah. you know, they they knew things were bad. Now solar winds is disputing that. This isn't us to go. No, of course, they are right. And they're sort of doing it in the public court of public opinion. <laughs> um, but you know that'll wash out. However, it does. Let me tell you this more about about getting experience. You know, it, it is work, and it's interesting work. And here is the part: is it is a high barrier because. When I want to hire somebody into my team, I want to hire somebody who can add value immediately. Immediately. So and and I've done this in the past where I kept bringing on in interns. I kept bringing in level one analysts. want to bring them up. And it's a.
0: Whoa, watch out. Take Touchdown.
1: It takes a little bit longer for them to get up. It's hard. Yeah. Right. So I'm going to tell you this. If you're just getting started out in cybersecurity, and this is what you want to do. You need to work extra. You need to, you, you got to earn your way in there, right? Like there are people there that have gone to college and they got their cybersecurity degree. They got their internship in cybersecurity, in cyber and now they've been working in it for three or four years, right? And they've lived, breathed it, whatever. And then you show up, hi, I'm Bob from HR.
0: And I have a liberal arts degree.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Political science, <laughs> Woo woo useful, right? And it, it's going to be a little bit of struggle. So you're going to have to work hard. When I said that C players are a train, you said that, actually, and I agreed wholeheartedly. It, I'm not kidding. Oh, I don't know and, if I said that, but okay. He has, he has
0: short-term memory <laughs> yeah. issues, and he smokes.
1: <laughs> We're not putting in the coughing. I'm Sorry. going to cut that out. God. Uh, but, you know, it, it'll take work, and you're going to have to do it. And not only that, when there's something you don't know, you're going to have to go and figure it out. Yeah, right. And you can ask for help, but don't sit there and say, I didn't do it because I didn't know. Say, hey, man, I went and I tried it on my Splunk instance at home. I still couldn't get it to work. Can you help me? Yeah. So last thing I'm going to throw on this is that every single product out there, whether it's Splunk or Qualys or whatever, will have videos or freeware or whatever. You need to download that and install it and and monitor your home PC or monitor, monitor your home network, right? Build search queries. This stuff will impress me as a hiring manager. They come in and go, "Hey, man, you really don't have much experience." Yeah, but guess what? I found on my my network last night. Right? Qualis yeah. is time. a great
0: example of, of free edu- free free training, and you can get a certification. You know, to be a a, a certified you know vulnerability scanner operator. If you go out to the quals website, you can get a uh, register a domain name for a couple of bucks. Get the free email that comes with it. Sign up, and within a, a week at the most, or 24 hours invested. You can take all the courses out there and understand quite a bit about vulnerability management yeah. and be able to operate the scanner, qualist or not, at any company you choose.
1: And and both uh, Azure, Microsoft's Azure, and Google, uh, they offer tons of freeware cloud uh, security courses. You'll learn everything you want to do. There's a great website out there. For those of you who know a little bit of SQL um, or KQL, uh, it's called kc7cyber.com. It's owned by Microsoft. They put it out there. Basically, it takes you from an entry-level cybersecurity analyst and gives you more and more challenging uh, uh, problems to solve. Yeah. How many people were browsing you know, purpleunicorns.com, and all the way to spot the malware, right? And it's really cool.
0: Well, we'll put the links to that in our LinkedIn posts and on the on the podcast post comments.
1: All right. So, how do you get the job, Randy? We're 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 at that portion of our segment. What recommendations do we give people to how to get the job? Well,
0: let's let's talk about the metrics first. If you're just aimlessly sending out your resume, which you should have a cybersecurity professional look at your resume and make sure it's up to snuff or will at least read well to someone in the industry.
1: Andy A female fields at gmail.com. <laughs>
0: just make sure that it reads well and, and that it's presentable. But even when all stars align, just remember 2%. 2% response rate. You yep. send out 100 resumes. 2%, two of them, are going to call you back. Not give you an interview. They're going to call you back. Not send you an automated message that hey,
1: we received your.
0: I'm talking 2%. To call you back.
1: How do you increase your response rate? There you go. So you do
0: that by knowing somebody on the inside.
1: Ding, 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 ding.
0: <laughs> I always joking and say from Jesus all the way down, you gotta know somebody to get in. So you gotta know somebody to get in. <laughs> so who do you know at that company? Who do you know at a company that can give you a shot?
1: Who do you know that knows somebody at that company? That's right. I say this is great to, for that. I say this to my friends and my mentees at all times. If there's somebody, if there's an organization you're interested in, let me know. Check my LinkedIn. I might be connected to them. I will reach out.
0: Yeah, the same goes for me, too. I, um, you know, I, I don't. we don't let anybody raid our, our network contacts. But if you're a listener and you listen to this and, and you want to get in somewhere, we're happy to go through our LinkedIn connections and try to make a connection to get you uh, in front of the person that, that can get you the job. If you can't get past the revenue or the uh, interview gates, excuse me, the uh, the resume resume, the resume gates, gate. yep. then you need to know somebody that at least gets you to the interview. And that's how you can sort, short circuit that is knowing someone who can get you a connection to the inside. Who's the hiring manager? That matters very much.
1: And say it this, greatly
0: in- increases your chances of success.
1: It does, and if you, um some of you might think you're great in interviewees, right? You probably aren't, because no. um, I think I'm great, and I know I'm not. I'll be like, so, how long have you had that thing on your nose, <laughs> Mister right. Dumas? You know, the, best, the best
0: commercial was a Tide pin commercial for the guy that the stain the is talking. Uh, bar, 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 oh, bar, bar. 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 Anyway,
1: actually, my favorite is. uh The guy who goes, well, Mr. Dumbass, I I think I'd be great, Mr. Dumbass. It's Dumas. (laughs) Those links are going in the comments, too. (laughs) So, yeah, Christ, I forgot where I was going. Totally Uh, threw me off. What uh, were we talking about? Getting connection on the inside. Oh, connection on the inside. Yeah. Um, Practice with somebody you trust. And somebody who's in a position of hiring authority, right? And get them to ask you the questions. You don't have any work experience. Why should I hire you? (laughs) Or you're... You haven't even been in the industry for a year. Why should I hire you? Figure out what that passionate, you know, 30-second to to one-minute speech of, I work hard, I've built myself from nothing, Mm -hmm. I can do Splunk queries when I only knew how to do real estate transactions. Bring it on, mother. Probably don't say the last part.
0: (laughs) That's your value. You you said it earlier, right? You're hiring for the value. So don't just be the Joe Schmo, the Jane Schmo that's coming in there like everybody else. Know what the value is you bring. Value props factor. What is it that you bring that's different? Are you McAvoy military? Or Stewart. <laughs> are you? <laughs> oh, that's Professor X. Totally. Different. <laughs> are <laughs> are you ex-military? Do you have some sort of uh, of power with your eyes? You know, can <laughs> can you can you shoot lasers? Yeah.
1: Yeah, it gets really awkward. Randy pops a button during interviews. That, what, right. what are it's you doing? Like,
0: my eyes are up here, James. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> anyway. Um, know what your x factor is have a good inside contact have your uh, your value prop your value prop ready and and just practice 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 yeah. you know when you're looking for a job your primary job is looking for a job if you have a job you're operating from a position of strength best take time to time. look for a
1: job is when you have one that's
0: right find it find it and and look thoughtfully you don't have to take the first thing that comes around you can be selective and and pick where you want to go.
1: If you are a quality person who can show how they can add value, how you built your own experience and learned this thing yourself, you will get hired. The you street. will shine through. Trust me on this. But you got to be all in yep. if you really want to switch careers midstream here, or whatever it is, even beginning stream. You got to go all in. People will gravitate people who are will gravitate towards people who are committed <laughs> in what they're doing. Yeah. And that's what you got to be able to sell. That's right, Randy. We are way over time. Oh
0: well, and and we are going to leave the blooper at the beginning of this. We're not taking that out. Like, like that's right. got to. That's all right. you need my
1: coffee fit. <laughs> Outstanding. Yes. Everybody's going to love that. That's right. People love blooper. Look here's Jim's lung. Oh. Yeah, it
0: yeah. <laughs> sounds like my career. I have a lot of bloopers. Yeah. So, well, with that being said, I hope
1: you land plan the career
0: and the position you want. And I'm Randy Fields. And I'm Jim Desmond. And you guys,
1: keep leading.
0: Hey there, leader today. Today in Security on Tap, we're going to talk about how to get a career in cybersecurity. Where to start? Hi. <laughs> <coughs> James. He recently quit smoking. Oh,
1: my God. I swallowed the he's, whole chip.
0: He's been smoking quite a bit lately, ladies okay. and gentlemen. We've been trying to uh. look after his health. <coughs> he's turning red.
1: I, like, inhaled a bit of chip that was still in my mouth.
0: Yeah. You okay. shouldn't vape and smoke at the same time. It's
1: not No, good. it's twice the buzz. You okay. should know that. Yeah. All right. In three, two...